This is the MIBTOnline.com podcast featuring recordings from our weekly and monthly live streaming meetings. To see the videos discussed in the podcast and be part of the discussion, please consider joining our association at MIBTOnline.com. Now, here's the show. Tim Kiefer, MIBTOnline.com, Wednesday night, football night. Football night in America now because there is no other football going on. This is it. Football night in America right here. MIBTOnline.com, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central. Thanks for being here. Looking forward to a great another meeting. We've been doing a lot of these. I've done so many meetings now, and I haven't been out on the field. I think, you know, I did that little running video. I don't know if anybody saw it, where it's been over a year since I've actually officiated anything. So I'm looking forward to getting out and doing some officiating in person, even if i got to wear a mask. I just have to, that's what we have to do. Hopefully, we'll get out and, and get to do some games. One of the things that's going on now, though, is crazy, is that it's just like the college stuff, the professional stuff. You're hearing games starting to get canceled or postponed because of COVID, so who really knows? So just let's learn some football, and if they call us, we'll be ready to go, and that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to learn some football, and I'm looking forward to it. So let's uh, see what we got here. Before we get into our presentation, I want to welcome in the, uh, the group. Now, normally... This guy is just over to my left, more than six feet away, social distancing, but he decided that he had to go to work in Bermuda, and of all places. And look at that, he's got the pool behind him, live from kind of halfway across the pond, somewhat. <laughs> Robert Yabar, Robert, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I had a nice swim. Uh, the water's really refreshing. We're getting a little bit of a slight breeze from the west, but, uh, you know, the triangle... You know, you just you just go with it, baby. You know, don't don't, don't fight it. Just uh, survive. That's the main theme here. Survive the triangle, and you're having a good day. Yeah, survive the pool. I like it. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking some time from your from your tropical working vacation. Well, I know you're working. So thanks for being here. Appreciate it with the time change and all that stuff. So I know you'll have to have to head off to bed right after this. Uh, I'd like to also welcome in Stan from Alabama. Stan said he might see some snow this week, which is great because it was 70 degrees there too, but no, it's not going to stay that way. Yeah, we had to, had to get the air conditioning uh, set up for today, but uh, uh, we've had some nice weather, but uh, we're, we are getting a blast of winter coming our way. So looking forward to it, especially when it leaves. Absolutely. I'm sure you are. All right. So let's get into our presentation. I'm looking forward to this one. This is going to be kind of fun doing something a little bit different. So Chain of Fools. We were talking a little bit about chains. We'll get that in a second. So here we go. Our announcements for our meeting this week. We're going to have to play the week. Chain of Fools, talk a little bit about chains and some other stuff, some discussion plays. Uh, play of the week for this week. And then questions. So here are our announcements. Uh, Viva Las Vegas. What does that mean? That means this person right here next week will be West. I will be in Las Vegas and I'm going to be, we're going to be broadcasting from Las Vegas. Well, at least I am. But I got Alex over there, who's man in the man in the board as usual. Alex is here, and Robert, who will be back from Bermuda, will be standing right here. So Robert's going to drive the ship. You know, he's like the XO. The captain's leaving. The XO's got to take over. So he's going to take over and drive the ship. I will be on, but I'll be coming from where, like, kind of like what Robert's doing. Maybe I'll have to find a pool or something to put in the background, a cactus. There we go. So Viva Las Vegas next week. So we'll look forward to that. Clinics, we do have a ball or a softball. We did our volleyball clinic last week. We had a lot of fun doing that. Thank you if you remember and you were there. Appreciate that. Softball clinic coming up April 7th at 5.30 p.m. if you're a softball person. 
uh, baseball. We, we still got that baseball uh, video available. So hopefully you've checked it out. I'm looking for some feedback. So if you are a baseball umpire and you are a member and here for the football as well, give me some feedback. I'd like to hear what you thought about the video. Um, you know, it's an hour long. I think there's a lot of good stuff in there. Major League umpire Sam Holbrook. But we're going to start our live baseball meetings Thursday, February 25th, 7 p.m. Central right here. So you don't want to miss that if you're a baseball umpire. Like I said, pr uh, pass the word to all your umpire friends. We'd like to get more and more people involved in MIBTonline.com. All right, so play of the week from last week, February 3rd. So let's go wide on this. And the question came up about do we have, what's going on with the chains up here at the top? And the ball is snapped probably before the chains are completely set. Okay, so that's fine. So our question was, from the play of the week, can the offense snap the ball with the chains not set? 100%, this is the first time this has ever happened, 100% said yes. Not one person said no. Okay, so that's pretty cool. All right, it, may, it might seem like this is an easy one then. I gave you a softball, but I threw a maybe in there, and I, didn't, I forgot to put the maybe on, on the uh, uh, Twitter, but here's, the, here's some of the comments that came in. So comment from Brian H., Interesting question here. I can't give a straight answer since there are so many variables. Said like a perfect politician. There you go. You, as officials, we got to make decisions. <laughs> Greg L., a simple yes. I love it. Yes, you can. Mike H., yes, absolutely. The O can snap the ball. The mechanics here in Ohio is for the headlinesman to drop a beanbag to mark the line of scrimmage if chains are not set. Keep the game rolling. I like to keep the game rolling part. I don't know about dropping bags, but hey, you know, you got, you got to do what you got to do. So, all right, let's, let's break down, let's break down this play. So I'm going to get out of this and go back to the play itself. All right, so now we're, we're opened up on the play. Actually, I want to go to this version of the play. All right, here, we're going to go to this version of the play. You're going to see at the beginning of this, we'll go wide on it. You see right now, you've got your line judge down here looking back. Now, you've got a, a chain down here and here. So you might have had auxiliary chains. So if, and you've got the chains up there. Whoops, he's not. You've got the chains up there. So you might have had auxiliary chains. And the auxiliary chains, they are, they're there for backup. So the actual, this could have been the H down here, and this is just a reverse field because these look set at the bottom. So that's something to consider. But he's looking down there to see, to see if he's set. You got the H up here who's getting his uh, chain set. So we, we know that that's what's going on. Now the box is just showing up now. The box has just showed up. And I want you to focus in on the umpire. Focus in on the umpire on this play. Look what the umpire is doing. And we're going to get into probably why here in a little bit. But you see the umpire communicating with the center, and the center has not put his hands on the ball yet. You see, and you see the umpire, he is pointing or putting up a stop sign or doing something. And now what he does is he points. And now guess what? The center puts his hands on the ball. Chains up at the top still aren't set, but we do have a box. So I think that's, that's kind of cool. We're going to get into that a, a little bit more, why maybe the umpire was doing that. 
But we have to ask ourselves this question. When can the ball be snapped? Chains or not, when can the ball be snapped? If the ch is there a rule or something that says that I can't snap the ball if the chains aren't set? When can I snap the ball if I am the center? I'm going to start out with uh, Stan on this one. Stan, when can you snap the ball? If you know, can I, can I snap the ball without the chains? Is there a rule about that? If I can snap it if the chains aren't, snap, aren't, aren't set, then what is telling me that I can do that? Well, especially now with the implementation of the 40-second play clock, the uh, once the umpire sets the ball and back and is gone, the the snapper can snap the ball, and so uh, there is no rule, so to speak, that I'm aware of. That uh, now there's some mechanics that we we would like to imply, and I, I imagine you're going to discuss that, but. When that, that umpire is backed away from and not standing over that ball, we're ready to go. So, okay, that's a good response. Robert, you're monitoring the, the text. We'll throw up the text line. I don't know if we've, we've thrown up the number yet. You can text us your responses if you've got a comment or something like that. And uh, we'll, we'll talk a minute because I know there's a little bit of a lag, so you'll see the text number. I might have already said something about it, but uh, Robert, what are you seeing right now on our, on our text? And what do you think? I mean, is there, you know, you heard what Stan had to say, but there's, is there a rule that dictates when we can snap or the chains have anything to do with that? Yeah, I said, thank you. And, and I hope we have our participants. We do have a lot of viewers tonight and I am uh, reading any viewers response. So please comment, uh, you know, share your expertise. We're willing to hear from you and wanting to hear from you. As far as a comment from me personally, yeah, I mean, as far as as far as when is the ball truly ready for play, even with the 40-second play clock that Stan alluded to, is, is when the umpire, of course, is in position to begin officiating. And that is uh, an expectation, and it's, it, it is in the rule book relative to uh, ready for play, even though there's not a whistle necessarily from the referee indicating that for the offense to be able to snap the ball. Now, how do we ensure that the, the snapper uh, snaps the ball prematurely? is to have a great communication between the umpire and the center. And it looks like that's exactly what I see in this particular case play. I see an umpire communicating directly with the snapper or the center, and uh, they developed a relationship to have a good rhythm, and the snapper obeyed and followed and waited for his uh, approval to go ahead and, and snap the ball. And I thought that was an excellent case study for us to view. Absolutely. So now let's go back to the PowerPoint. Because what Stan said and what Robert said, we're going to actually have some references for. So line of game, there is actually a section, 5-3, in the rule book about the line of game and, and the chains and everything like that. I don't know if most people, I think, skip over it. But this is what it says. To start a new series of downs, the inside edge of the rod nearest the goal of the team, which is to snap the ball, is set on the yard line through the ball's most foremost point. Nowhere in this rule does it mention about whether the, the ball can be snapped or not. It just indicates where the chains go. And it talks about measurements and, and when you can ask for a measurement and the captains and all that stuff. But it doesn't say specifically. So then we kind of have to revert to, well, the ball remains dead. The ball, when does the ball remain dead? Well, 4-1-6, the ball remains dead and the down is not begun if a snap is attempted before the ball is ready for play. So if, the, if, if we do have a snap before the ball is ready for play, then the ball is dead. 
but that has nothing to do with the chains. So the chains don't have to be set. Now, if the ball isn't ready and the ball is snapped, if it's not ready for play, then, the, then it stays dead. But that's not the case either, potentially, because it has nothing to do with the chains. So moving on, going back to when can the ball be, be snapped? When is it ready for play? So 2-35, ready for play, is, uh, signifies the ball. The referee signifies the ball is ready for play. And the snap is within 25 or 40 seconds. So those, those are two things that can happen that make the ball ready for play. There's some other things that make the ball ready for play. The ball is ready for play after it is marked ready for play by the referee, kind of going referencing back up above, or after the ball has been placed on the ground by a game official and the game official steps away into position. Now this is important because I heard, I think Stan might've said umpire and even Robert says umpire. The rule states game official. 99 times out of 100, would that be the umpire? Yes. But sometimes, especially in five or four or three, it may be somebody else. It may be a referee. It may be a line judge. It just don't know. But once a ball has been placed on the ground by a game official and the game official steps away into position, the ball is ready for play, having nothing to do with the chains, the chains or the box. Because there are some people who talked about, hey, well, I, we set the box, we drop a bag. It doesn't matter. According to rule, when that ball is down, you step away and it doesn't fall into a, a situation where it's a 25 second situation. We're going to get in that more here in a moment where the referee blows it. The ball is ready for play. So yes, absolutely. You can definitely snap the ball without the chains based off of this rule. Ball is ready for play. It can be snapped. So Robert has a question or a comment. Robert, what do you got, buddy? Our viewers are great. They are engaged. They said, you know, in, in majority, they're saying if they get the box set, uh, you know, as far as the wings are ready, there's this, this lab, baby. <laughs> you know, it's signal ready to their crewmates that uh, we want, we want to keep this game flowing. But as a back judge, now I'm going to speak on behalf of back judge because I'm one. You know, when you have a 20 yard pass across the middle of the field and it's completed and it's for a first down, and um, and of course the 40 second play clock's in place here. You know, back judges years ago, this is like two years ago, I would set the ball down and, and uh, you know, the umpire I know is coming in motion towards the, the line of scrimmage to be over the ball. And I used to vacate and get in position again. Well, now, last year, you we can't do that. We ha As a back judge, you set the ball down and you wait for the umpire to come and replace you because if you vacate that position, we got the ball set in play in the, in the official out of, you know, out of the, out of the vicinity. Even though the umpire may not necessarily be in position, so just be mindful of that. It's a great point, and because of the rule we just went over. So we're going to do something now. So really, what this comes, this meeting is going to be about. It's not going to be about the chains. We don't. I mean, the chains are are there to help us administer the game, and. You know, we can talk about what you can say to the chain crew, what you know. Most of us know if you're brand new, you just want the chain crew not to move until you tell them to move. I mean, that's really the bottom line. You don't, especially the box. You don't want the box to move until you tell them to move. And once you, you know that line of scrimmage, we can keep the game rolling. First and 10, you know where you're at. You know the box is set. Keep the game rolling. And you're standing there, so you know your box man and the, and the chain person is going to come behind you. So let's not sweat the chains, but they are important. And... 
if you want some more information on chains, we can definitely talk about it. But what this is kind of getting us to is a review of the 2540 situation ready for play. So this is what I'd like to do. We're going to do an exercise. We haven't done, like I said, we're going to do something a little different. We haven't done this before. So I'm going to have uh, Alex put up the text number, okay? So the text number is going to stay up. And here's the exercise. I've got about nine plays here. And we're going to show you the plays, okay? We're going to go through the plays. And I'm going to show them to you one by one. We're going to go one through nine. And I'm going to show them to you twice. Okay, and then we're going to go back. Don't text anything at first. Just write down, take a note or two to, to remember the play. So I don't want you to text anything. You know what, I'm going to change it. We'll just go one play at a time. I don't want to get, make it too confusing. So we're going to go one play at a time. We'll show the play. You text us 25 or 40. Is this a 25-second play clock or is this a 40-second play clock? And then we'll, we're going to see what, what, where we end up on the people who are texting in. And then we'll discuss which one it is and why. All right, so we're going to pull up the first, our first play. So let's go wide on our first play. So you're going to see quarterbacks in shotgun snaps the ball. We got a running play. We got a fumble. And then the fumble is, is out of bounds. So, the, so there was no change of possession. The fumble went out of bounds. Running play, fumble, fumble, out of bounds. 25-second play clock or 40-second play clock? 25 or 40. We're going to give everybody, like I said, this is a delay, so we're going to give everybody a chance to, to text in. I will play it again for those of you, just so we can, we'll go wide on it one more time. You'll see quarterback in, in shotgun, hands the ball off. You've got a fumble, and now... A potential recovery muff out of bounds. Play clock, 25 seconds or 40 seconds. So I'm going to go to Robert. Well, no, no, let me go to Stan first. and Let me get Stan's vote. Stan, you've got this play. Is this a 25 second or a 40 second? 40 seconds. 40 seconds. All right, that's what Stan's got. Robert, tell me some of the texts. What are the texts saying? Tim, I love this format. Oh my gosh, the, 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 the text lines are wide open and we're getting a, just enormous number of responses. All but one, say 40 seconds, Tim. All but one. And we're talking a lot of entries here. So thank you, viewers, for being engaged tonight. This is great. All right. So let's go back to the play and why. And it is 40 seconds. Okay. So it's first and 10. All right. First and 10. You've got a regular running play here. You don't have any situation that this is just a fumble. There's not a change of possession. It's just a fumble out of bounds. This is no different than if the runner ran the ball out of bounds. So the clock stop, start, stops. So that's important because the clock, the game clock is different than the play clock, especially now. It's always been different, but it's you know, more important now. We kill the clock, game clock stops. The game clock won't start until the snap because the ball is out of bounds, but in this case, it's a 40-second play clock. So once the official rules the ball dead with a, with a palm up in the air, then the play clock will start. It's a 40, this is a 40-second play clock situation. So we got this right. This was pretty, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna be a little bit more tricky as we get along. So this was pretty good. So 
40 second play clock. If you do have a question that we don't explain, it's in, it's hard to you know go through every situation and I you know quote the exact rule why. But the reason why this one is it's because it's a normal running play, normal running play line of scrimmage. It doesn't fall into the category of of a 25 second. This is a 40 second. It's in the rule book and it outlines exactly when it's something is a 25 and when it's a 40. All right, so we'll go to our next play now. So I appreciate all the input there. Like I said, they're going to start to get a little bit more tricky. All right, so let's go wide on this play. We've got a team getting ready to, to kick off the ball. Simple kickoff, and now it's a, it's a, you got a player, oh, he, he touches it, he may have touched it, the referee, the official there rules that he touches it, and now it's out of bounds. So we have a rolling clock. We'll show this one again. You'll see it. You'll see that the official, I don't care whether he touches or not, that official rules he touches it. So we've got a live clock now. And now we've got the ball out of bounds. So on this play, is this a 25-second play clock or is this a 40-second play clock? Go ahead and text us right now. Remember the guy, he, he wound it, so it, it, the, the clock did start. So how would we go on this one? Is this a 25? Referee's going to chop it in. Or is this hand goes up for the dead ball or we're killing it because it's a kickoff and that and then a dead ball. In fact, in Illinois, they make us do this and then do this, which I don't necessarily agree with, but whatever. So are we, are we going with a 40 second or a 25 second? Stan, you're always going to get to go first on this. I hate this because Robert, you know, he's got the text line. Stan, what do you got on this one? Man, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> We got a start of a new possession. It's 25 second clock. 25 seconds. All right. Perfect. Robert, what do you got? And tell me what you're seeing. Man, I'm seeing a lot of responses. We got engaged viewers tonight, Tim. Keep it coming. But all but one said it's 25. All but one said it was 25. We're not unanimous, unfortunately. Okay. All but one said it was 25. It's like all but one principle. We should, we're going to be talking about that in a couple of weeks. All right. So go back to the play. This is a kickoff. Kickoff. So. When you have a kick and either team is, is, is given possession after a kick to 25 seconds, and they kind of change that. We're going to talk a little bit more about kicks and stuff like that later as well. But this is a kickoff. Kickoff, this is 25 seconds. Now, in college, in college, it's different. That's why we have to remember high school. High school, this one, kickoff, after the kickoff, Referee's going to chop it ready. 25-second uh, clock for the ready for play on this one. All right, we're going to go to our next play now. We'll throw it up here. Let's go, uh, let's go wide on it. So you'll see this one going in the end zone. We've got a score and a flag. Okay, so we've got a score and a flag. Looks like it's a flag for holding. All right, so now let's, uh, I want to hear the text, or uh, I want people to text. We'll show it one more time. Let's go wide on it one more time. We'll show it one more time. I'm going to start from the beginning. We've got this, this running play, which is a score, but there's a flag for holding, which will most likely, for offensive holding, which will most likely negate the score. But that's what we have here. So now, is this going to be a 40 second play clock or a 25 second play clock. Stan, you're starting it off again, buddy. 
What do you got? Administrative stop, 25 second. Like 25 second. All right, I'm going to throw a twist on this. We're going to come back to you in a minute. So, all right, Robert, what are the text line? What are the text saying? We're 100% with 25 seconds. It's a beautiful thing, Tim. 25 seconds, because it's a penalty, right? Now, let me ask you this. Oh, I get, wait, time out. Someone just, someone just came in with 40. Oh, oh no. All right, yeah. darn. All right, so it, it, it's, it's- That a, was me. That was you, All right, I'm gonna throw a twist. I'm gonna throw a twist on this play. So this play, now, we take the flag away. All right, we take the flag off the play. There is no flag. It's a touchdown. Guy runs in, touchdown. Now we're gonna go to the extra point. So this is another texting opportunity, okay? I'm, I'm throwing a little bit of a wrinkle at it. This play, same play, except there's no flag. It's a touchdown. We need to go to the extra point. 25 or 40 now. So Stan, I told you I'd come back to you. Touchdown. We got this one run in and it's no flag. We're go they go like this. We're going to the extra point. Is this a 25 or 40? 25. 25. All right. So Robert, I'm sure you're getting, you're getting the shotguns now. People are, are, are texting. It's probably taking a couple seconds to catch up because we're a little bit behind. But you tell me what you think first, Robert, and then you can go back to the text. Robert, we throw a touchdown into this. We take the flag away. Uh, when we go to the extra point, the try is a 25 or 40. 25 seconds after a score. Easy peasy. And Tim, we still haven't hit that unanimous decision here yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great this is a great segment because someone's learning out there and I'm loving it. Okay. So it's 25 and once again this is a different rule. College rule, it's 40. So that's the thing is we got to be careful what book we're looking at. A lot of in college it'll be, it would just be a 40. They changed that in college a couple years ago. But in high school, high school, it's a 25 second. We're going to put 25 seconds on, and we're going to blow it ready for play as the referee. All right, so here we're going to our, we're going to our fourth play. Hang on. Okay, Alex is telling me. Robert, do you got something else? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to share with a viewer, Brian, uh, out of Anchorage, Alaska, right, or from Alaska. He, he referenced the rule, and I think that's awesome. He's referencing 361A. And I don't know if you shared that earlier, but uh, it just, you know, something that everyone can benefit if they want to go back in the rule book and check themselves. All right. So there you go. Three, six, one, eight. Our next play. We're going to go wide on it. Here we go. So you've got quarterback and shotgun. And then the defense, the defense encroaches. They come over. The clock was running. We kill the clock. We got, we got defense encroachment. All right. So the defense cause this. So are we going to go 25 or 40? I'll roll it again. Let's roll the play again one more time. We'll go wide. I'll start it over. You've got the defense who causes the action to stop because they, they encroach, which is called. It's penalized. So is this one a 25 second play clock or is this a 40 second play clock? So I'm going to let everybody kind of catch up with this, and I'm going to go to Stan. Stan, defense, they're the ones who cause this. Could they gain advantage here? Maybe. I don't know. Is this a 25? It doesn't matter. We, we, we stopped administrative 25 second. 25 second. You got it, Stan. That's correct. So let's go to Robert. Robert, 
You're getting the text in. I'm sure you're seeing people. What's the uh, verdict so far? No, I, I think I think Stan Brown is uh, making a strong influence here because he keeps saying it's administrative. He gives us rationale on why it's 25, and everyone's picked up on it. We're unanimous now. Everyone agrees that's 25-second play clock coming 25 up. 25 second. So hopefully people are like, I'm trying to delay so that way they're not getting Stan's answer. They're already have participated. Maybe some people are like, I know Alex is over there. He's texting. He, he's like, he's waiting to hear what Stan says. And then he's like, I'm going to text because Stan's probably got it right. <laughs> They're going to get harder, though. They're going to get harder. I might trip Stan up here moving forward. Who knows? Maybe. All right. Let's go to our next play. We'll go wide on it. So, all right, here we go. We got the, the team in black there in shotgun. And we're going to have what's going to happen here. Oh, we got a long pass down the field. And it's, it's incomplete. Incomplete pass. All right. Now, here comes the ball. The ball is going to be... Uh, Shuffled on back down. Here, I'm going to play this one again. It's first and 15. Not that that really matters. Look, it doesn't matter if the clock's running or not. But now we've got a play. We've got a long pass. And it's incomplete. So we've got to stop the clock as we rule incomplete. The clock will stop. So, I mean, what, is this administrative? I mean, what is this now? Is this going to be a 40-second play clock? Or is this going to be a 25-second play clock? Stan, you're on the clock again, buddy. Which one is this? Is this a 25 I'm going to go 38 seconds. 38 seconds. Okay. But let's round up to 40. 40. We'll call it a 40. 40-second 40 play clock. Now, Robert, Robert, you're gonna, you're gonna, the texts are going to probably come in on this one. But before you read the text, because I want to give everybody a chance to participate and catch up, you see a play like this. You're the back judge. You're shuffling the ball in. You talked a little bit about that earlier. I know it's a little different, but do you have this as a 40-second or a 25? It's definitely a 40-second play clock, and this is where the, the short rings really help and uh, manage the game with the back judge because on long passes that are incomplete, and we're going to go back to the original line of scrimmage, it may be best to have a ball boy near the short wing to toss it in to get it to the umpire to spot near the line of scrimmage, and the back judge can kick it back out to because uh, it could be a long haul for a run to make sure that we spot it uh, by by within 15 seconds to have it spotted down on the ground. That's but it is definitely a 40 second play clock to answer your question. All right, that's that's good because I'm going to get into that on this play, but tell me what you're seeing on the text right now. Where's everybody at? All right. All right. Looking, looking at our Texas text messages, we are a hundred percent with, uh, with the 40. So this is great, man. I tell you what, it was a little shaky to start tonight, but it, uh, everyone's coming aligned and, uh, we're, we're, we're now a hundred percent again. This is great. Right. So Robert. Okay. So now you were talking a little bit about the 15 seconds. This potentially could turn into a 25 second clock correct yes in that in, in in that respect if we're not able to relay the ball back to the line of scrimmage to get it spotted and the umpire to back out in position and let's say we're under now even though the play clock began with 40 because we got an incomplete pass and by mechanic you raise your hand to indicate to the uh, play clock operator that we're going to start the 40 we got 15 seconds to spot that ball and get the umpire back in position. If we take more than 15, let's say we take 18, 
the referee needs to signal uh, recognize that with the assistance of the back judge to say, hey, let's let's uh, tell that play, play clock operator to reset that play clock to 25 and not cheat out the offense for the length of time it took the officiating crew to spot the ball properly. So that is correct. We could do that, but it's it, it becomes a pump. Like you said, it's a one pump. Now I'm going to go to Stan because Stan was referee. Stan, as a referee, do we want to pump this, or if we have this the delay, do we want to kill it, put the ball down, and then blow it ready for play? I tell you what, I, I, I shy away from killing it, um, in, uh, depending on the sort of the game situation. If we can manage it, if we're within two or three seconds of that magical uh, 25 to put the ball down, then I, I would just sort of pump it up and 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 do the do the 25. If it gets a little worse than that, yeah, then we need to kill it and reset it because we we don't want to cause a disadvantage to the uh, offense. Well, and and that's what Robert was talking about. And I want people to text out there how you do it out there because I'd like to hear. So, do you if you've you know on that play, they seem to shuttle the ball pretty efficiently. But if the ball is, for whatever reason, is on the track, is, uh, you know, there's something, there's some issue with the ball, we have an inadvertent throw that goes in and we can't get that ball down. Do you kill it and then put the ball down and then blow it, the 25 ready with a, with a ready for play? Do you just pump it up? Because actually, I think the rule is not as clear as it could be on this one. And even from a mechanic standpoint, I mean, everybody, I like the pump. You know, why not? Why Less whistles, the better. But I think there is, there could be some confusion on this. And I think people, I kind of like Stan saying, if, if you can pump it, do it. But if it's just to, something totally crazy and we got to all kind of kill it, get the ball, you know, for some reason, you know, I, I would say the spaceship uh, comes in from outer space and grabs the ball. Well, we should probably kill that one and then maybe blow it for ready for play after we all duck from the lasers. You know, so it's like that you could come up with all these crazy scenarios, but I'm just curious, Robert, I don't know if anybody's texting this about how they would handle a situation on that previous play. If the ball was not relayed in a timely manner, do you kill it or stop it and then blow it for 25 or you pump? What are you seeing out there? A lot of comments, man. I love the engagement. We, we, we really got over a dozen comments on this. So this is fantastic. Uh, most crews are pumping it up. Uh, they, they feel that the, that that's the best practice in this play situation that you just showed. And then we get a little bit more color behind it on an, an explanation. And I love the color behind this. There's one viewer that says, Hey, listen, listen, we have a situation here where the game clock is, is, is dead. The game clock. Now we're talking. So with the game clock dead, uh, you know, pumping it to, to give the, the offensive team, the 25 is, is, is not hurting anyone. I mean, it, they, they, they're getting, granted that. That's great. one great comment. Another great comment is some officials admit, and I've seen it, so I agree with these viewers that we have tonight, that some coaches on the sideline have their own stopwatch, and they are, in fact, uh, you know, astute to know they get a full 25. And that quarterback sometimes, when they know they have a deep pass away, will go to the sideline to get the next play, and they don't want to be cheated out of that 25 seconds that they're awarded. So they will actually call to the wing official and say, hey, listen, I get, the, I get my full 25 here. So that viewer, thank you for sharing that. Let's not cheat them out just, uh, just because we're a little lazy in this aspect. Some of, the, some of those teams are smart in that respect. 
And then lastly, we have a viewer. Hey, listen, Robert. Hey, listen, Tim. Hey, listen, viewers. If we have a team that's in hu or a hurry up and they're, they're already getting back to the line of scrimmage and uh, they don't huddle and, and, and they're ready to actually ex execute the next play in a timely manner, they don't need it. They don't need 25. They don't need 20. They're, they're ready to go into the next five seconds. So there's no need to be overly uh, uh, mechanical with the pumping it up. I, that's a good point, but Robert, you know, you've seen this. All right, yeah. run, 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 get up to the line, get up to the line. Quarterback yeah. gets up, uh, 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 and then he goes, looks to the sideline. You know what I mean? Great point. And that's, Tim, that's what brings this association to a very high level. That is an excellent point, and I'm glad uh, that you said that because our viewers, I know, would will, will love that they're reminded of that aspect of it. Even though they look like they're hurry up, they still may milk the 25. Exactly. That happens a lot. More, more so the higher levels, but you're seeing that start to come down to the high school level as well. So this is just, just, just something to keep in mind when you're, these are all things, you know, de depending on your mechanics and how you want to handle it, this is how you would, you would do it. I would just, one last thing before we move on is that if the clock is running, I think you want to try to stay away from this because you could be giving a team, especially near the end of a half, you could be giving a team an unfair advantage by stopping the clock. If you can avoid that, that's just my suggestion. Try to pump it up. All right, let's go to our next play. We'll go wide on this. And you'll see this is a, you know, your typical scrimmage kick formation, fourth down, getting ready to punt the ball away. So start thinking, you know, is this going to be a 25 or a 40? got a flag on it but we're going to forget that flag isn't there we're going to, the flag isn't there we're going to go that the offense i'm sorry that the receiving team is going to take possession of the ball right here forget that there's a flag on the play this is a, uh, a punt receiving team is going to take possession first and 10 okay what do we have here do we have a 40 second play clock or a 25 second play clock because we just had a we just had a regular kick kicks out of bounds they're going to take the ball first and 10. so stan what do you have on this one? Stan, do you have this as a 25-second play clock, or is this a 40-second play clock? New possession, 25 seconds. New possession, 25 seconds. Okay, pretty simple, right out of the, you know, pretty much right out of the book. And I know Brian out there in Alaska was kind enough to give us the reference. So now, go to Robert. Robert, who is in Bermuda, but getting all these texts from across the country. I love it. Robert, what do you see? I, I, I'm seeing a unanimous 25-second play clock throughout all viewers on this play. Great job. So I think we're, I think we're starting to, to, go, to, get this, to get the message through. Yeah, this is a kick. They actually changed this in the, in the rule. They clarified it. That after, if either team is awarded a new possession after a kick, then a legal kick, then, they, then this is a 25-second. There was some confusion when they first put this out. Um, like after a field goal attempt, which was a scrimmage, or scrimmage kick. But no, they made it clear, they, they clarified it, that after a legal kick like this, either team is awarded that new possession. So even if Team A ended up back with the ball, the kicking team, it's still, if they get a new series, we've got a 25-second uh, um, play clock. And on that one, where there was a penalty, it wouldn't matter even if they got a new series because we have the penalty, which is going to give us a 25-second play clock. All right, let's go wide on our next play. Uh, so we'll see, you got the quarterback. He turns and he throws over here. We got a run. And we got a first down. 
So unfortunately, our, our, uh, our line judge, our head linesman doesn't kill the clock, but I want you to see we got a first down. Clearly a first down. Well, I guess he did kill it right there kind of, kind of quickly. So first down. We're going to stop the clock for the first down. But, I mean, this has got to be an administrative because we've got to move the chains. We've got to get the chains set. Stan, this has to be an administrative one, right? So we're, this is going to be a, going to be a 25 because we, we have to do administrative stuff, right? Uh, technically, no, because we, the administrators, did not cause the clock to be stopped. By rule, the clock is to be stopped because the line to gain was made. This is a 40-second play clock. Yes, 40-second play clock. This kind of goes back to our play of the week with the chains. doesn't matter. we got a first down. The first down, the, the clock stops at the first down, not because of us. Even though we do kill it to get the chains moved, it doesn't fall into the same category. You're absolutely correct on that. And now, Robert, you're seeing the text come in. People are, prob people are probably waiting for Stan now. Maybe I should just... You know, maybe next time I'm going to go to you. I'll, 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 because Stan's, you know, Stan's perfect right now. I don't think he's gotten one wrong. So, um, what do you got, Robert? I have a 40 second play clock from everyone. And Tim's trying to miss. <laughs> they said that you're trying to trick them up, but they're not biting. So, uh, no, everyone's, everyone's got a 40. I don't know if you're trying to bite them, are you? Yeah, I, uh, I was saying administrative because I want people to know. I don't want people to, uh, you know, they, they start thinking. Yes, critical thinking. I was trying to trick you up a little bit. Okay. A little bit. But, uh, yeah, it's a 40-second play clock. So. Well, they also want to know if Stan's drinking scotch. Uh, Probably. They want, they want an answer on that one. Those guys down in Alabama, you know, you can't, you can't get anything past them. All right. Only a couple. We got a couple more, all right? A couple more plays here. Let's go wide. Let's go wide on this play. And here we go. We've got a pass that's intercepted. All right, intercepted. Great. Perfect. No problem. He's tackled inbounds. He's tackled inbounds, no problem, right? This is easy. You know, this is a you know interception. Everybody gets a change up. So am I going to go 25 or am I going to go am I going to go 40 on this one? I mean, this is just a regular play, right? Just a simple change of possession, and everybody's inbounds, and we got to kill the clock as a change of possession. But I mean, we should get everybody. I wonder what this one is. So I'll actually I fibbed. I'm going to go back to Stan on this one. To give because because Stan, I gotta go to you because this is delayed. People gotta get their text. If I go to if I go, what do you got? What do you got? Tell us what you're drinking. How about that? Then I'll come back to you. Uh, what are, this, what are you uh, uh, this is a, a little bourbon uh, <laughs> with ice, um, but because uh, you know it gets really cold here in Alabama, so yeah, we have to have I bet this. It does. Uh, this is a new possession, change of possession, new possession. We're gonna have a 25 second clock. 25. 20 doesn't matter. It was an interception, stayed in bounds. None of that matters. Change of possession. 20. 25 second play clock. Okay, Robert. Robert, what's what is what are our text people saying? Yeah, they're saying this is a layup. They're saying 25 second all game long on this type of play. So uh, unanimous 25 seconds. All right, unanimous 25 seconds. Let me. Uh, I got one more play here, and I don't know where it went. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. All right, this is what the previous play, I said first down, which was good. But I want to go back to the previous play because I forgot to, to give you one extra thing. So we're going to go wide on this play. Oh, no, not that play. I don't want to go on that play. I want to go to this play. 
All right, so I'm going to go wide on this play again. We already showed this play. We talked about the first down. Don't worry about the first down. All right, so now here we go. I'm going to let it play all the way out. So we got a first down. It's a 40-second play clock, but now we're going to let it roll out. They, got, they want to go. They want to go. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've got a defensive player who's, who's injured here. Got a defensive player who's injured, so we've got to kill the clock for that. So absolutely, it's a, I mean, come on, this is, this is, a, this is a layup, right? So um, because we've got to kill the clock because of, of the injury. We killed it initially for the first down, but now we have to kill the clock because of the injury. So is this a 20, 25 or a 40-second play clock? I'm wondering on this one, should we go 25 or 40? I mean, it seems pretty easy to me. I probably shouldn't have ended with this one. But uh, uh, Stan, I'm going to go to you here. You, you, know, you got this defender who's, who's down, and you had the first down. So you know, we, we said 40 seconds, right? Is this, a, is this 40? Or we said 25? What is this? You know, up until, what was it, a year ago when they changed the rule, uh, defensive injury, or um, equipment issue on a defensive player, we are at a 40-second game clock, play clock. So 40-second 40 40 play clock. After we're done, after they, they, they scoop them off the field, we're going to go to 40 seconds on this, right? Because even though it's an, it now becomes, we now stop the clock as an administrative stop, we're now going to go to 40. Robert, what does it look like here, buddy? What are you seeing? You know what, Tim? I'm going to be honest with you here. We had, unfortunately, wrong answers populate at a high level. And then Stan started talking, and then we had a couple of people in court. So we, had, we did have a lot of viewers that, uh, yeah, this is a rule change now. If yes. we have a defensive injury, um, we got to go with the 40 here. So uh, be very mindful of that. That was a good example to share, Tim. So that's important. Let's just, let's just wrap that up. If it's a defensive injury or a defensive helmet that comes off and you're stopping the clock for that. Now, we're stopping the clock for the first down, but then the injury stops the, the play clock because of you've got the defensive injury. Defensive injury, helmet. We're going to go 40 seconds. Now, it doesn't matter what time of the game it is either, by the way. It, it can be sometimes people think this is only at the end of the half. No, it doesn't matter. If the, in, if the defense is the one due to an injury or the helmet that causes the clock to stop or the play clock to stop because of that, we're going to put 40 seconds on. And the re Yeah, go ahead. I got a great question by a viewer, and I, I just want to share it with you because they said, you know what, everything seems clean, uh, but th th sometimes it gets a little tricky. And I'm going to share this case play because it, it is worth talking about. Here we have a situation where the offense advances the ball beyond the line of the game, and then there's a loose ball, fumble, and, uh, and it's uncertain who's recovered. So the officials on the play uh, kill the game clock uh, to determine and clean up the pile to find out who has possession. And then it's determined at that time that the offense has possession. And then out of that pile, we have a defensive player who is – injured so dealing with that type of play situation is brought up by a by a viewer okay that that throws a, a bunch of a, a bunch of uh variables scenarios at us so i mean i you gotta you gotta peel back the you gotta peel back the layers on this one because let's take the injury let's take the defensive injury out out of it at first robert you look at it and you go you've got 
You've got the, the officials killing the clock because they don't know who has the ball. The offense comes up with the ball. What do we do with the play clock? What is the play clock now? Well, in that particular case, we have a 40-second play clock because the series is continuing, right, with the offense having possession of the ball. Here's the point to remember on that one is that the, I think people where they get confused is game clock. Game clock, play clock. They are two separate clocks. So if we kill the game clock, the play clock may still be running. If we kill, if we kill the game clock, sometimes the play clock will stop. But they are, they're kind of independent with one another. Now, because of that, even when we kill the game clocks, we don't know who has it. We should still be running a 40 because what ends up happening then is if team B now has possession, no, that's no problem. We just click our watches and we go to 25. And then when the referee chops it in, it's 25. But the offense continues on then it's just that 40 second continues to go once the ball is dead. Now, if there is the delay in getting the ball ready for play, as we talked about earlier, we have tools at our disposal to use. If we need to you know, do one of these, then we can. But it's a, it's, it's a 40 second play. Now you add the injury on top of that, the yes. defensive injury, right? Robert, it was a defensive injury, correct? Yes, it was a defensive injury, and, yeah, and, and, and I'll comment after you in, but you're, you're, you're walking us through it extremely well, so continue. So now, why is the play clock stopped? We go back to that first down. We stop the play clock, or we stop the game clock for the first down, okay? Why do we stop the clock on the other play? On, on the other play? We stopped it because we didn't know who had the ball. Now we've, the play clock keeps running, though. On both of those scenarios, the play clock keeps running. Now we have an injury. It doesn't matter. We got an injury on team A, we have an injury on team B. Now we have to stop the play clock. Why? We have to attend to the injury. So if it's a team B injury that we have to attend to, boop, the doubles. We're going the doubles of 40 because why is the play clock stopped now? It didn't stop because of us, because we stopped the game clock to figure out who had it. The play clock is stopped because of the defender, 40 seconds. Exactly. That's exactly right. So first of all, Dave, thank you for bringing this up for everyone to learn from this. But the way Tim walked us through is, is perfect. Here we have a situation where we are killing the game clock. We're all in agreement with that because we have to determine who has possession of the ball. We come out of that that the offense does. Well, shoot, we would have a 40-second play clock rolling there, and we would need to have that ball spotted within 20 or 15 seconds so we have that 25. But now we recognize there's a defensive player injured, and we got a crewmate that's saying, hey, no, number 56 linebacker is still down, but he needs attention. Great. He's going to get his attention, but coming out of that, we got a 40-second play clock, and why is that a rule change? The reason why is because the defense can actually benefit uh, – if, if we had not gone to a 40-second play clock to shorten uh, the, the game or to, to lengthen the game in this respect and have an opportunity to gain possession again. Is that right, Tim? Basically, yeah. We're, we're, not, we're, we're not trying to give the, uh, our defense an advantage. Not that people, you know, in high school, we don't want to talk about people getting injured on purpose and all that stuff, but it goes exactly what you were saying about the, at the end of the game. If it was a normal situation, no injury, and Team B doesn't have any timeouts, and the play or the game clock is under 40 seconds, then they don't have to run a play. But now all of a sudden you got an injury and the play, the game clock is showing 32. Now you're going to make them run another play and they wouldn't have had to run another play if the injury didn't occur or the helmet coming off didn't occur. Now they just made it easy in the high school because it could also be, you know, it could be for many reasons why 
the, the offense would want their full 40 seconds, okay? But instead of trying to say, well, if only in the last minute or anything, they just made it easy. Anytime that happens, helmet, injury, defense, 40 seconds. So, anyways, that was a great exercise. Gives everybody kind of thinking 40, 25. Um, yeah, go ahead, Robert. Yeah, um, j just because we have viewers that more than one asked this question, Tim, and the, the question is, let's not say it's a B player, Tim. Let's say it's an A player. What's your answer? We have a, a player, player who's injured after a the player. Play. It's, it becomes an injury, regular administrative. It's a 25. It's a referee exactly. chops at 25. Now the referee is going to chop it for a B player for 42. It's a, that's kind of a, of, of an anomaly, but it, it, those two exceptions were put in there specifically for why we discussed everything else. Any other type of administrative stop as Stan pointed out numerous times. It's a 25. These are the only two times when an administrative stop due to an injury or something like that is going to cause the play clock to be 40 seconds. We all good? Robert, you think we're good? Oh, Stan I think got we're something. really good. I think everyone walked away with something. Even if it's oh. just a reminder, I thought it was excellent. Stan, what do you got? Uh, Robert, um, I would like to know on those first two questions that somebody voted against me. Was that Mike Billica that voted no on those against <laughs> Mike. me? Mike. No, it was not. But uh, I'm, I'm, I hope Mike watches this on the archive, and then he can call you later to uh, to respond to your question. Uh, all right. Well, I hope. And that's I hope just another, got just to... remind our viewers. It, remind our viewers we can watch this on archive because this is some meaty discussion here. Play clocks are extremely important. Extremely. Right. So yeah, you can go back and reference this. So that's good. All right. We got one more play. Um, this play was sent in to us. Okay. This is not having to do, we're done with play clocks. This is a play that was sent in to us by one of our members. And he agreed he wanted to share it with us. It was a play he had in a game, and I wanted to share it and talk about it. So let's go wide on it right off the bat. It's going to happen down here at the bottom. You see our official, one of our, one of our members, we really appreciate him being a member and sending this, sending this in. So I want you to watch the play here. It's a pass coming here and you're going to see it in slow motion ball is caught real close real tight rule the touchdown you'll see it in slow motion i don't know if you can catch if you can pick up on that i'm going to try to walk it through frame by frame it goes through he catches it in the air or i should let me let me rephrase that he gets the ball in the air he's coming down to the ground and what hits first we're looking for what hits first Looks like maybe an arm, maybe a shoulder pad. And we ruled touchdown on this one. This is a tough one. It's a bang, bang, okay? But I want to walk through how we handle plays like this when you know, we're, we need to break it down into pieces. So let's go and first look at the first part. Now, there's a lot of discussion, there, or there's been some discussion on do you go ball, feet first, or feet, ball? Now, most... High level, say you're going to go feet, then ball, because if you don't have the feet, it doesn't matter what the ball. I look at it as like, if you don't have the ball, it doesn't matter what the feet is. It doesn't matter to me which way you go. What you're trying to do is you're trying to get a snapshot of the whole thing. You don't want to move your head. You want to see the whole thing in one shot, and that's where you're going to get your best view of this. So, and you can go ahead and text us right now if you think this was a catch or, or, no, or no catch, or if you got any any comments as to how to handle a play like this. But when you're looking at, if you're looking at it as a snapshot, you're probably going to see more on the, 
on the white than in, in the uh, brown or tan. And remember, if, if, if any part comes down out, out of bounds there before any other part is in bounds, then this is not going to be a catch. It's going to be an incomplete pass. Now, he survives the ground. We've talked a lot about this, but the, like I said, walking it through step by step, as I see the airborne, I'm looking for possession because, because I don't have feet to look at at the moment because he's in the air. I'm probably see, I want to see if he's got the ball. Now I'm looking to see where he lands. Now I'm, I know he's got the ball, so I'm looking to see where he lands. Do I see him land inbounds or out of bounds? And now I'm going to see if he maintains through the entire process of the catch like we talked about before a couple weeks ago. Now he does maintain that possession, but the question comes, is, is this first contact out of bounds or not? So Robert, I've got, I got one last thing to say on this one, but I want you to kind of, as a back judge, you know, you, obviously you're, you might not get it, but you might have a similar play on the end line or something like that. How are you processing it, and what is, what is set out there uh, to help our, our young viewer here, our young member who sent this one in? Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy for the viewers to comment. Everyone who's commented said, this is a, this is a nut buster call, man. It's tight. And what I mean by that, there's a lot of things you have to officiate and you do not have a replay crew. Uh, so, you know, great job by being in great position. This uh, deep wing official at the goal line uh, was stationary and uh, he was actually, you know, in the best position on the planet to make the ruling in this particular play. So that was all mentioned, tough play, great mechanics, uh, come out with the judgment and you sell the call. So that was thank you viewers for sharing all that. I'm sure Greg out there in Pennsylvania appreciates everything that you that you wrote in his behalf about this play. Uh, as a back judge, you asked me directly, you know, okay, I'm going to answer it in two ways. One, back judge on this play and then back judge on a similar play on the end line. Back judge on this play, you unfortunately don't have much to add to the discussion. That the, the Deep wing needs to sell this call. The deep wing is in the best position. He's not going to get support from the back judge. Don't look confused and uncertain, and you're, you're, you're going to just unfortunately dilute your, your uh, uh, confidence level by doing it. So if you, if you look for help, you're not going to get much help from the back judge. You're not going to get much help from the short wing. This is your call all day. That's how you earn your paycheck, and uh, this official did that. So that was that play. Back judge, unfortunately, what can you rule on? You can't rule sideline. Can you rule possession? Shit, you don't know if the ball was possessed or not. Did the ball touch? You don't like because you're seeing the back of the receiver. You got nothing, unfortunately, other than to settle the, your crewmate down if he's uncertain to just walk him through. Now, being being uh, an experienced official, what do I look at? You, as on the end line as a back judge, you certainly have to look at completing the catch, right? And when do you define completing the catch? Because that is what's most important prior to the foot uh, stepping on, on into the field of player in the end zone in this particular case. How, how great are we as officials to make that type of bang-bang judgment it is, is, uh, is through experience, slowing the play down, replaying with it, really guiding your eyes right through the entire process looking confident, staying still. The whole stadium's going to be waiting for you to make a mechanic signal, and then you replay it full two seconds, even though it might feel like 20, and you come up with a bam. You're selling it. Or you come out with 
incomplete. You're selling it. And that's what I would do as, a, as an experienced official. So go back to the player here real quick. Just I want you to go, go wide. Okay, now put it in the, in, the, in the smaller window with me. The only, now the other window. Let's go the other way. Um, let's go back to ME1. All right, perfect. All right, so this is what I would, I would say. You see the official. If I was working this and the pylon's in front of me and here comes the ball and you watch my eyes, I'm watching the, watching the ball and I'm going to, if I'm, if I'm at the pylon, now I know the goal line is not threatened really anymore. I'm going to probably take a step back, get, get this in my, my frame of view so I can see the whole thing and watch the whole thing come down. Now, once I make the judgment, whether it's incomplete or a touchdown, I'm staying right here with it. I'm staying right here with it. In this case, he ruled touchdown, so I'm watching the entire process of the catch, and I'm just staying right here and going like this. I'm not coming back up to here. You don't need to do that. Stay with it. Stay with that. Don't come away from it because, in my opinion, that makes it look like you're, 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 you're coming off the call. You want to be with that call the whole way. You don't need to come up and you know, like look right at the goal line. The goal line didn't matter on this play. The sideline did. Take that drop step back. Keep it in your frame of view. See that whole thing. Keep that head still. See it as a snapshot. And then just go up with it from that position. Robert, do you agree with that? I agree with that 100%. And, that, and I think that's why our viewer is sharing this with everyone. So not only we can learn, but he can learn as well. And, and I think what you said is spot on, Tim. Excellent job. All right. Well, we're running a little bit, little bit long, but I wanted to get that play in because I really appreciated him sending that in. All right, let's go to the play of the week for this week. And here we go. So let's go wide on it. This is kind of going to go back, make you going to go back into your memories from a couple of, uh, uh, of, of our sessions ago. So you've got the quarterback who's scrambling. He throws the ball interception. He's out of bounds. Now he comes back and he makes the play. So we're going to watch this one again. Quarterback scrambles. He's going to throw an interception. Gets kind of shoved out of bounds. He's out of bounds and then comes back and he makes the tackle. All right, so play of the week. Is this a legal participation by the quarterback? Real simple. Yes or no? You can uh, email me at Tim at MIBT Media or I'll have the poll up hopefully by tonight because i got to drive to Amarillo, Texas tomorrow. So I'm going to try to get it up tonight. And so you can participate. You can always email. I want to thank Mike from Pennsylvania. He sent me a whole crap load of plays. This was one of them. Appreciate Mike. Mike is, I love Mike. He sends us all his plays in and he, he wants us to get better. So thank you, Mike, for sending us this play. Play of the week. Is this illegal participation? Yes or no. So I want to thank everybody who watched, everybody who texted. This was fun. We're going to try to do more of this interactive stuff. Keep you engaged. Stan. Got the snow shovel ready down there in Alabama. Uh, can't find the sled or the snow shovel. In fact, <laughs> I don't even know what a snow shovel is. But uh, uh, we do have plenty of bourbon just in case. Though. There you go. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it very much. Robert, any last minute like comments or text or anything? And thanks for being here from, from Bermuda. Oh, I was excited. In fact, I was, I was overwhelmed with all the uh, viewer participation, and I loved it. And, and viewers, if you get a moment tonight to text, uh, you know, if you like this format, I know Tim would really appreciate it. Uh, because it, it seemed on this end, Tim, to be honest with you, there was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of engagement, a lot of participation. 
And uh, man, I, I thought it was a fantastic meeting. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here. All right, so now it's time for our Alex, uh, our Alex words of the wisdom of the week. Alex, come on, you had all week to think about this. What are your words of wisdom for us? You know, this was, uh, this was one of the hardest streams to do when I am uh, giving Stan all the answers over here. 40, 40, <laughs> you know. So uh, it was difficult, but, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun. Stan, you were cheating from Alex? Stan, what's up with that? You're cheating. Uh, it's called it's called being Alex's mentor. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Well, thanks for everybody for being here. We had a lot of fun. We'll be back here next week. Robert will be here next week. I'll be in Viva Las Vegas, but I'll be on. Alex will be here. I don't know if Stan will be here. Maybe Mike will be here. Maybe Bill Lamania will be back. So hopefully he will. And we will see you next week right here at MIBTonline.com. Tell your friends. Tell all your buddies. Be here. This is where you're going to get the best training on the web. MIBTonline.com is the best leader in officiating training across the nation, across the country, across the world. Till next week, we'll see you later. I'm Tim Kiefer. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to the MIBTonline.com podcast. Join today at MIBTonline.com. We'll catch you next time.